still can't hear myself so i'm just gonna hopefully you can read my lips i don't know what i'm saying oh there's captions nope. no there's captions <laughs> oh yeah well captions here sorry guys um we're having technical difficulties here so i'm just gonna keep talking until somebody can hear me chris is gonna sign language you know what no, <laughs> well, kind of sign language? no, no well they didn't catch well, my mic isn't working trying to i can't hear myself in. either kelly says she can hear us she can Oh, interesting. Well, we well for those other. that can hear me, hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Autogram, Otis Sistrunk, and Chuck McNarrick edition of The Other Side of the Ball. Um, Double A Anthony Alvarez here with you, along with uh, Chris Fair, who still can't hear me. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll do this. So that way I can hear you. <laughs> I can hear you. That and uh, joining us is our special guest panelist again, the head coach of the National Champions, the Insomniacs, Coach JB James Burgoyne in the house. Welcome back again, sir. Thank you very much. I'm just an impartial person when I'm uh, not on the field. With his local 18 <laughs> hat on. So, again, oh, to the I didn't, even I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I, had take, I, I had to take a look. I'm like, locally? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. With his Mitsubishi truck in the background. But that's here nor there. As uh, we're trying to get these uh, technical. Now, again, to the audience that is watching us. On the Vegas Hype Media Network, are you sure you can hear us? Yeah, they can hear us. Okay. They're, they're saying it. Oh, oh, oh go. we got sound. We got oh, sound. baby. All right. Back live. Live and in living color. Well, thank you, uh, Nick Blaze, for confirming that uh, you can hear us because I could not hear myself. Ooh. Oh. Hello, Echo, and hello, Feed. Man, that was loud. It was. It was really loud. <laughs> But uh, nonetheless, we are uh, counting down. Are your headphones too loud? Oh, yeah. They're all loud. Uh, We're all loud. Just for the... Which one? The main one. As we're still going through these. There you go. Should better. we go right there? that better? Oh, yeah. Uh, Welcome now to I don't, the... Now I don't feel like someone's screaming in my ear. Oh, well, I mean, that's, that, that's good. Anyhow. Um, That'd be my wife. And shout out to Miss Tammy. <laughs> I doubt she yells at you. She does. From I mean, time she gets time? upset. Okay, well. You've never seen my wife upset. <laughs> so, Well, gentlemen, how are we? Uh, how are you guys doing? Uh, well, now that the technical difficulties are over, I'm doing good. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah. That's a good thing. Um, again, Coach JB, thank you for joining us on this uh, edition. I'm happy to be here. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. And hello to everyone that is watching. Hello to Miss Jen and Mama Kelly and Mr. Daniels. Thank you for joining us. So, um, just to cap what we're talking about on the show, we're going to recap uh, what you guys went for last week, the schedule, the rules, and all points in between. We actually do have two in-studio guests. We were having a guest on Skype, but due to situations beyond our control, that's not going to happen. So we will... Um, 86 that. 86 that, for lack of a better term, and just uh, go from there. 86 the tuna. Yes. Or Agent 86, mistered by that much. 
for those that are Get Smart fans. <laughs> hey, it's a great show. Also a funny movie. 99? Yes. God, we're old. Chief. <laughs> Come on, Chief. Jeez, we are old. Yeah. That, that was a great show. So, um, Coach, I'll ask you this question. Uh, given that you saw the schedule last week and you had some uh, thoughts, for lack of a better term, your thoughts on this um, upcoming <laughs> fall ball schedule. Um, I'm not worried about it, you know. Okay. I wish Trey and Tone all the best of luck for next season and beyond, you know. They're just another roadblock in the way of a championship. I'm more of a speed bump, but... Ouch. Ouch. Well. Shots fired. Well, well, it's not the shots fired. We're just we're the defending champions, so I'm not going to tell well, you that a, a new team. Hence why we have them in prime time, right? deep in the lights, to close out. Week number one. Well, we might get to that, Denzel. So, so because you know that's uh, Chris's favorite person in the whole wide world. So, uh, <laughs> Chris might. Chris don't mind RTU. Chris it, was, it was the people. It was the other people on. <laughs> so yeah, you never know what uh, Mister Vera has on his mind because you know he he is the enforcer, for lack of a better term. So did I miss something? Oh yeah, you you, you did. <laughs> Anyhow, our it's, it's um, nothing. They brought up RTU. Yes, they did. Oh, okay. Because uh, your son from Krypton had some things to say as he was a guest last night. Uh, yes. <laughs> as I've said before, I can control some things. There's some things that I won't even touch. Well, I mean, according to Mr. Daniels, you missed a lot, sir. Yeah, I probably did. <clears throat> I could probably watch a replay of it so and again, see what happened. But. So again, 702-608-3259. 702-608-3259 if you want to chime in and talk for all ball, fall brawl as I try to enunciate my words right here. Easy for you to say. Right. Say it three <laughs> times fast. So again, for those that uh, as he reaches for the yeah, golden, it's kind of in the way. The golden ball. <laughs> the ball in the way, really? Yeah, because he's looking at the screen. Oh, well, that, that, that you know, that gives sense so um we talked about schedule and then implementing a three-point play so chris yes sir give your thoughts on that my thoughts are the rule both actually oh both oh damn you know freaking will's on here he could have done that anyway the three-point play is something that i didn't come up with i kind of gave my Two cents on. Two cents. Um, was it a shiny two cents? That's all I'm worth. Um, Stop that. Two, two Tammy, shiny pennies. Tammy does not think that. Yeah, well, you know, she's my wife. She can't think anything else. Oh, good. But well. anyway, um, my thoughts on it is in a close game, it can mean the difference, right? We all know that. Um, obviously, if you have missed a uh, an extra point play, it can also mean the difference there, too. So, I mean, I kind of like it. I think that um, it's the right thing to do during fall brawl to see if it is actually going to be something that we see make a difference. I, I uh, thought you brought up some very good points last week. Like, I think that if you do get to go for that three-point try mm -hmm. and, you know, you intercept it or get a fumble recovery and take it to the house, that should be a touchdown. Yeah. It'd be like a blocked field goal or... Correct. I don't think it should be a dead play. Exactly. I think that when you're talking about when you're talking about, you know, extra points, 
they're, I could understand them being dead plays, but a three-point play should be a live play, and maybe that is something that they change um, midstream on this to see if that is going to make a difference because let's see how many times it gets picked. Not everybody's going to run the ball. The other side of it is, like I said, why do you need a timeout? Why can't you clock the ball? I mean, I, I, mean, I agree. I totally agree. All the points you made were very <clears throat> valid. And then that's, I guess that's where, uh, you know, they got to be not so quick to implement things in the fall unless they have all the kinks worked out. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I, yeah, I, I kind of get where you're coming from on that, but I also understand that um, fall brawl is not a sanctioned season from national. Yeah, it's, so, still, it's still a paid season for the players that take it seriously. Uh, yeah, but I also think that it is also a time for them to work out kinks. So, And we're talking about players. So why can't the uh, league work out their kinks yeah. as well? I think it just gives us an opportunity to, to see other things and see if the imp- implementation of, of rules is really worth it. Um, I think that it's a, it's a perfect time for, you know, where you're not impacting national and where you stand on rules that may or may not work. Let's find out if they do. So I, I don't think it's a, it's a bad thing. No, I don't think it's a bad thing, but I mean, you know, before you try and put a rule in, mm-hmm. make sure, you know, like those are two very valid, you know, questions you had last week that they didn't know, you know, like, oh, I don't know. You know what I mean? Or that's possibly a good, what I'm saying is try and have it at least almost a hundred percent, you know. Well, I think, I think they, they got it to 90. And they went, okay, let's let's put this out there and see what other kinks we need to work out. Because to be honest with you, even when I talked to Will about them, those questions didn't hit me until last week when we were talking about mm-hmm. it. And I'm like, oh, well, wait a minute. What about this? What about this? So, you know, no knock to Will. Will, man, I, no, I love I'm you not, to death, not, brother. But, I'm not um, knocking Will. All I'm no, saying is like. I'm just apologizing to him because that's something I could have yeah. brought up had I thought about it. Yeah, because he's talking about, you know, changing it during the season. I'm like, you don't want to change it during the season. You well, know? I mean, if you change it during fall brawl, that fall brawl season, then you've, you've started to work the kinks out of it to go into national. And I think that's the way he's looking at it. We want to make sure all the kinks are worked out before we get to the national games, right? And the games that, that everybody else feels means something. Don't get me wrong. These games mean something here in Vegas. But I can guarantee... I guarantee nobody back east cares. They're going to see who wins and loses, but they want us to beat each other up. I'm not worried about East Coast. Yeah, well, you know my feelings. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, if really, it's, tell, if it's, t- if tell it's us your fall brawl. Skyler needs to give up that uh, Sin City name. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> you've you've been very adamant about that since July. Look, yes, man, you have. Look, man, you you Sin City Chaos. I'm cool, but just change it to Cincinnati. Maybe we need chaos. to do it like UFC, you know, when a, when two teams are about to play, there's, you know, a contract agreement. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and play that play that contract agreement on live TV <laughs> right before you fight. You know what I mean? You know, Hopefully nobody's swinging at each other. So my question is this. Um, how do you feel about one team having a bye per week? Now, is it possible that a team get... Back-to-back buys, but that's not happening at all. You can't get back-to-back buys. You can only get one buy, and it's only going to be the top five teams. Okay. If you're you're the bottom two, six and uh, seven, you're not getting a buy. 
But the fact of the matter is because you have that opportunity to move up each week, you have that opportunity to be in the top five and get that buy. Well, for those that still want to play, you still have a chance to sign up and play. So please go to a7flwest.com and please register. Now, again, here's the It's a funny line. delivery, but. Hey, well, you know, it is what it is. So if you still have the desire to play or want to play because there are some people that are still asking to be on teams because they are free agents, you can still register as a free agent and try to get on a team. But again, if you get there the day before the game and Chris Fair is very passionate about this, you will not play. You will sit out for the previous week. So if you want to play, if you want to register to play, a7flwest.com is where you go, and it will scratch out all the details on what you need to do to register to play for the Fall Brawl, which starts on December the 3rd. Will it be sooner? Will it be sooner here than you think? And at all points in between. Good God. Can think, considering next week is Thanksgiving. Yeah. Jesus, I yeah. didn't think about that. It was just November 1st. It was. Right? Man, time flies. And then it'll be the fall brawl, and then it'll be my doggone birthday, for crying out loud. When's your birthday? The 12th. Well, I was going to say Christmas. Nine days after. <laughs> Nine days after opening night for fall brawl. Oh, interesting. All right. Well, then I'll remember to tell Scotty so he could bring you something special. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> Don't tempt him. On the 10th. <laughs> Which, by the way, hi, Scott. Hope you're uh, staying warm over there uh, on the harbor. He's not. He's freezing his ass off. I bet he is. Anyhow, um, as we get ready to get our first guest in here, we do have two in-studio guests. As I'm trying to adjust this new mic stand that we got. We got new mic stands in the studio, which is hard to fathom, but they look very nice. Look Quan's like some, upgrading. Yeah, look like, mm. some bi- look like some big... Quan, how much does this cost you? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> End of story. You know what we pay for Saturday nights? Was that a lot? Oh, <laughs> so this guy, yes. you pretty much bought those. Got it. Upgrade. <laughs> Anyhow, as our first guest is uh, set and ready to go, um, you can call him Jose. You can call him Davion. You can just call him a football player. So uh, the Jose is in the house. Can you hear us? Are you there? Yeah. How are you, sir? I'm great. Appreciate y'all having me on here. So, um, what, so give us your story. Tell us your story about how you got involved in the game of football, your biggest influences, stuff like that. Okay. Um, I started actually watching my uncle play at Spring Valley High School. I'm born and raised in 702, you know. There we go. Vegas, baby. Vegas. Uh, watching him play linebacker, I wanted to play linebacker so bad, but I was just always little, so... As I got older, you know, moved to Texas, they was like, oh, yeah, you're too little. You're going to play running back. So I ended up playing running back in DB most of my whole life. Then after that, coming back to Vegas, graduated at Rancho, it was pretty much natural for me playing DB. I'm hitting everybody. (laughs) So, I mean, you could say it was more like, my inspiration was my uncle, but I kind of made it something for me. It was something that I could use to let go of everything that was outside of, you know, football. So you said that you feel natural playing defensive back, right? Yeah. 
So who would you say you tailor your game after as far as playing defensive back? <laughs> uh, that's hard. I'd say a mix between Ty Matthew or Denzel Ward. Oh, interesting. Who Who is your uncle at Spring Valley? Uh, his name is Reyes Benson. Uh, he just came back like I think five years ago from the military, if mm. I'm not mistaken. Interesting. Well, thank you. Make sure you thank him for his service. Yeah, for, for sure. Us. Um, my question is, since you are most comfortable at corner, mm-hmm. and when you see these wide receivers playing out in A7, who's the one receiver that you have not played against yet that you would love to play against? That's a good question. Ooh. I want David. Oh, boy. <laughs> Damn. I want him so bad only because of what he did to my little brother. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I think that opportunity might be coming your way. So, Kamari, so I'm going to go get my brother on you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm the big brother. That's what I'm saying. He's like, I'm going to go get my brother on you. All right. So, you have in the past played for the Pit Bosses, played for the Insomniacs, one of the original <clears> Insomniacs, <throat> and then last season you played for the goal. What made you decide to play for the Alliance in the fall? The competition, for sure. Um, just how every Saturday we go out there and practice is a way bigger number, a difference. There's guys coming out there to compete. It's not like we're just coming to practice and it's two, three guys running one-on-one. So when you guys do your practices on Saturday, Obviously, you're lining up at cornerback? Of course. Okay. I'm playing receiver and corner. Interesting. All right. So when you're lining up at corner, what's the one dog you got on the squad that you love lining up against to face? Because, I mean, every cornerback has them, right? Because you want to iron sharpens iron? Yes, sir. So who is that that dog that you line up against that you're like, yeah, I can't wait to go go up against him again? No, every Saturday I go up against Mondo. No, he made a name for himself on the force. He's making a name for the Alliance now to put us on as far as the whole unit. I feel like he's the person that's going to come out here and make a difference on the team. So now, real quick, I just got to ask because I'm, I'm going to flip it. Mm-hmm. Who's the one corner when you're playing wide receiver you want to line up against? Mm-hmm. And you can't say yourself. <laughs> uh, Talking about practice, right? Yeah, I practice. Uh, I'll say Scooter J. You know, he's very physical. He kind of, my size, I don't have to, um, what I want to say, I don't have to really worry about knowing how to get by him or I have to worry about uh, is he going to be able to compete against me. I know he's going to go out there and be a dog. So you talked about who you pattern your game as on the defensive end so when you play wide receiver whose style would you say you try to implement or you know who's uh your biggest influence playing wide receiver um i just try to be myself at receiver because i'm actually learning myself at this position okay but i also <clears throat> watch a lot of film on tyree kill and i guess you can say uh what's his name uh brown from the eagles AJ Brown. AJ yeah. Brown. Hollywood. Hollywood. So 
obviously you said you wanted to be a linebacker as yeah. your uncle played. So I'll have to I've gotta ask this question. Outside linebacker or middle linebacker, which which one did you want to which one did you want to play? If you had the opportunity to play linebacker, which which spot? Well, when I was playing for the Insomniacs, they had me an outside linebacker because we didn't have the numbers. But growing up, I wanted to play middle linebacker. I love to get in there, be physical. Inside, I mean, uh, middle linebacker. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I played interesting middle, spot. I played middle linebacker like. Halfway through Pee Wee, but then we moved to Texas. Is you know it's different. You know, middle school football is kind of like playing varsity out here. <laughs> you know, it's different. It's way different. You know, you it is working out early morning, then you got to go to practice after school. It's a lot of structure going on with football out there. It's a whole different environment. So, what's been the one difference you've seen? playing for the Alliance and the other teams you've played for as far as practice, structure, game day? what What's the difference you've seen so far from, from all the different organizations you played for? The intensity. Everybody want to come out there and be you-know-who. <laughs> be him. Oh, no, be, I don't want to say, but, you know, the championship team that just won. You go ahead and call my name. Yeah, <laughs> call it out, man. Ain't nobody afraid here. Yeah. But I will say one thing. If you're going to watch football and learn about wide receivers, go old school, and I will call out two names to you that people at this panel will agree with one because three of them are 49er fans. Mm. The other one they might not, but watch old school. <clears throat> watch um, Michael Irving. Because of the way he ran his routes and how he used his arms, and then Jerry Rice. You watch those two guys and understand the way they play the game and how they set up corners, you'll get a really good look at how you should play football. Gotcha. And also for Jerry, just his conditioning factor of while he was so, I mean, he probably can still go out there and get five catches right now, even him being 60 years old, because he keeps himself in fantastic shape. So, and if you like hookers, Michael Irvin. <laughs> Just waiting for that. Oh boy, here, here, here we go. Okay, so with <laughs> just because Jerry was at home, Mike was uh, out partying and doing <laughs> blow off a of hooker's butts. Don't get mad at him. Oh, and then, was, and then he would show up and show out. So Jerry's it don't matter. Person, uh, D one athletes. Mm. So for those that Jerry's, want, so with his boyfriend. Anyway, stop it. <laughs> So, for those that want to um, see more of you and, and get a hold of you and see what you're about, um, how can we contact you? Um, you go on Facebook, type in Jose Guaplo, or, you know, Instagram, same thing. Uh, that's not my real name. Real name is Javion Michael. I just go by that because, you know, you see a lot of guys in the NFL with these new nicknames. They're actually trying to get them changed to these nicknames. Well, just put your... put. Put your name, your real name, underneath that. Because when you hit me up to be a friend on Facebook, yeah. I looked at him like, who the hell is, oh, okay, okay. I had to look at your picture first. Yeah. <laughs> so oh. make sure you do that. Got you. So there you go. That's where we can find him. But again, he will be playing for the Alliance this fall. And uh, he has already said he's wanting to go mano a mano against Himothy himself. One can I ask him one question more? More go ahead. Where do you see your guy's self finishing this season? 
Our condition? No, where do you see your team finishing the season? What do you think your record would be? Well, you know, we want to finish one, of course. Well, everybody first. wants to do that. Yeah, but what, what, so what? what is that record? Give us a uh, a guesstimate on what you think your record's going to be at the end like of you the season. Watch, you watch football. You've been doing A7 for several years now. You know what you have and uh, <clears throat> on your team. You know, it's just like, what do you what do you think you'll finish? Like, you the know, only you team... can say undefeated. You can say five and two. You know, whatever you, I'm just asking what you think, your opinion. Remember, five games in the season. The only team that could beat us is ourselves, so I could see undefeated. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Well, I like that. We will find out December the third as as actually the Alliance have the December the tenth for yeah, them. <laughs> they have the they have the bye week, yes. so yeah. they'll be Crazy. they'll be scouting, for lack of a better term. But uh, Javier Mikel, thank you for coming on, sir, and uh, good luck this season. Gotcha. Appreciate you for having me. Thank you. you. Got it. So again, as the Alliance get week one off and they get the chance to scout and see who their opponents will be. So the schedule. Uh, Quan, uh, do you still have the schedule stuff? No. Okay. <laughs> I thought they sent it to you. No, they sent, I thought they resent it to you. They were supposed to. Uh-oh. Well, dum, 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 dum. As we figure Filler. out if they have it or not. But nonetheless, um, we know that uh, we have some Sigwood representation, and they will talk about their portion of the schedule as they actually will kick off the uh, fall brawl this season. So there will be no 10 a.m. games, but there will be a 1 p.m. start, a 4 p.m. start, and a 7 p.m. start. Crazy. Yeah. At least we're not there all day. No, just about three-fourths of the night. Yep. That's all right. I could go home and go to bed. You could do that. So, <laughs> it is a um, Go home and watch a game. You could do that, too. So, Coach, how has uh, preparation been going for your team? Um, how do you think the guys are coming along? you think they're ready to prepare? They're ready to go? Yeah, I mean, got their registration in, so they're ready to go. <laughs> Uniform sizes. Uh, yeah, we got some some new players. You have new unis too? Uh, possibly. We're working on some uh, alternates. Uh, uh, sponsorships. Oh, spo- <laughs> there you go. Sponsorships is always. Working on sponsorships. Sponsorships trying to, is always. Trying to get which, it, By the so. way, if you want to sponsor us Under Armour, I'm, I'm just saying. Uh, Come talk to know, us. I'll wear some Under Armour. <laughs> but I, I mean, you know, we want to uh, try and get as less money out of the pockets of the players because they're the ones who get the work done on the field. Well, like I said, the reason why we get to talk about this stuff is because the heartbeat is the players of this league. And this is why we get the chance to talk about these players and talk about this league is because of them. So, week one. We're going to get Scooter in an Old Spice commercial, though. (laughs) Just make make sure when he's holding it up. Make sure that when he's holding it, he, you know, Scoot's got some big hands. Make sure that when he's holding it, you can see it. I really can see that. I really can see (laughs) Scooter in an Old Spice commercial with a. I can see it. I really can. So, week one fall brawl. It is Sigwidit hosting the Hunters. That's the first game. The Alienators against OTT in the 4 p.m. slot, of course. In the nightcap, it's the Outlaws and the Insomniacs, and we'll talk about that later on down the road. Again, you can catch all of week one action on Fox 5.2 and A7FL.TV. Again, December the 3rd is where you can catch all the action. Chris, are you trying to look at this plate? 
No, man, I'm just thinking. Fool didn't bring the bring enough for everybody. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> He's here all night. This is true. No, I do. Uh, we have more. On uh, Charleston and Rancho. Yeah, so I, that I was waiting for you. <laughs> yeah. I'll make that stop on the way home. Thanks, bro. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Daniels, we are not poking no bear. Who's poking? Who, who's poking the bear? What are, what are you talking about, sir? He, he's responding with stuff from earlier. Just oh, okay. Then, but, you know, Zally, he's just he's excited about everything. All right, well, so I have to go out of this and go back in because you guys are seeing a lot of stuff I don't see. So anyway, the alliance or not the alliance, the outlaws versus the Insomniacs. Chris, why do you think this matchup is? I don't want to say hyped up. But why do you think this matchup is so talked about that it's in the nightcap of week one? Dude, it's, I mean, I think you just said it <laughs> because of the players, yeah. come on. Well, I mean. We, we, know, we know what's going on. Yes. It, nobody's hiding anything. I mean, you've got. Listen, we, we lost uh, Trey and Tone. Tone wanted to start his own team. And Trey is good friends with Tone, so he went with him. So there you which go. Which is fine, they, you know. Not our team isn't for everybody, and then it's nothing personal. It's just mm. you know we have different set of standards, and they have they what they want to accomplish and what they want to promote for themselves, which is fine. But we're just a you know undefeated championship team that you know wants to repeat. And there you go. Now you know why it's such a big game. Well, I will say this: <laughs> if this was a wrestling promotion, the, this would be the epitome of perhaps two out of three falls. Or a steel cage match, which we want to check it out at 7 p.m. You know what? I, I think that overall it's just, you know, players are going to play the game. Correct. And they're going to do what they do. Correct. They're going to have their bitches. They're going to have their moans. They're going to have everything else that goes exactly. under the sun. And you either get on board with what's going on or you move on. And there's no hard feelings. I mean. No hard too many, feelings at all. Yeah. Too many people keep keep their feelings and what's going on in football. And realistically, it's about a game. Nobody's nobody's friggin' mfing anybody. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, most of these guys know <laughs> each other, play football with each other. So, is it really that big of a deal? Come on, come on. We're we're all out here. Well, I mean, go it, play the game and it, make the best makes, team win. It makes for a great narrative, you know. You know, yeah. for like a rivalry. So exactly. If it becomes a rivalry, a rivalry, then you know that's good. It's good for the league. It's good for the. It's good for it's good for it's the good two for teams too because realistically that just means that you guys are going up against a better uh, you know good team two good teams are hitting each other and now you've got a third what I would consider another um because without the uh force plan you've now got three teams that we understand players that are in that team so we know insomniacs we know sick with it what they what these two teams bring now we have to understand the talent that can be put together with the outlaws. So now we've got three teams that are in that uh, first tier, and we'll see how everything shakes out. I mean, that's the bottom line, right? We It all looks good on paper, but once we play that first game, let's see what happens. I mean, that's what happened last season. Exactly. We were all paper. <clears throat> we had to go out and improve and show what we had to do. Yep. And look what you did. Hence why they have the trophy. Exactly. And I, if it left up to James, he ain't giving that damn thing up anytime soon. No. <laughs> so, I mean, nope. still at the house? Uh, you know, uh, Dyson, he has it right now. Oh, he's got it? Yeah. So. You guys doing a rotation? Uh, just, you know, anybody that wants it, they can they can have it. And, you know, 
Okay, who was the first? Who, who was the first to sleep with the trophy? Uh, obviously, me. You know. I was gonna say, really, you asking that question? No, I, no, I mean, I, I, no. Was I, it literally? Was a, no, was it literally in the bed with him? I was a gentleman. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he put sunglasses on it so it couldn't see. You know, <laughs> <laughs> left it on the nightstand. I just want to borrow. Can I borrow it? I just want to stick it on my bar and take a picture. That's fine, Mister Mister Carter. I don't doubt you for one bit, sir. Yeah, you. I, I believe everything you say. Listen, Carter Tay. He's free. Working. He's free. Dude, I saw his videos. He's that boy. No, he's he's coming back with a bang. I feel bad for someone has to tackle him. I don't doubt that. I don't. I do not doubt that either, sir. <laughs> he is yeah, I'm, he is free. Hey, Mr. Carter, I know you got a list of hey, DBs you want to run through. Hey, Mr. Cotter. <laughs> he is free and he is looking for contact. All right. You ain't gonna shy away. Just remember <laughs> all DBs, remember, he is not running out of bounds. I'm just telling you that now. No, no, we no. We also got you know, we also got Joey. You know, he's been working out in the off season. You know. Crazy. Wilker, I hate to tell you what Wilker Wilkerson's down like twenty pounds, I think, and See down to two. He t- I yeah, saw that he was down to uh, two fifteen. I think lean is he, dude, dude. A lean bus stop. That's not good. Then you know bus stop my ass. That's a lean <laughs> RTC. That's a lean bus. Then we, then we not bus up, stop. We picked up some players that are you know that uh, will get undervalued and they'll make them pay the price. Mm-hmm. You know what? Like I said, everybody starts off zero zero, and Correct. where it goes from there. Is completely up to you. Speed bumps. That very well could be Schwank. That, yes. very, that very well could be. Definite. So, is there any other matchup that you're looking forward to in week one? Dude, I'm looking forward to them all. The reason why I'm looking forward to them all because we have we've had movement. We've had teams that we don't know that are coming it's in. Been six months. Yeah, we don't know what's coming in. We don't know what what to expect. I mean, we kind of. You know, you kind of understand the talent that are on some of these teams. So, yeah, that first week, dude, I'm looking forward to them all. There's not one that I'll call out over another. I, I'm looking forward to every single last game. Not to mention, I get to sit there and watch them from a different perspective than I have. Yes, you do. So, I'm looking forward to that too. As am I. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. With you and you and my you and Scotty in the in the booth, it's going to be fun. Yeah, whole whole lot of fun. Yeah. Um, probably if the one thing I'm probably looking forward to is just. The possibility of just seeing football in the elements as it, as it should be. Yes. Because football and elements, it just goes together. So basically freezing our asses off. Gotcha. Correct. Okay. Uh, you, you got a uh, surrounding walls. You can put a heater up there. You'll be fine. Yeah. Well, we know um, Well, we know a certain somebody that will have a heater up there because he had one last fall. So <laughs> I'll tell you what. I got one too. It's oh. coming with me. I don't doubt that. I'm going to be toasty. And Scott better keep his pants on. That's all I'm saying. Oh, don't don't motivate him. <laughs> I mean, you're just giving him all sorts of ideas. Yeah, so. you, you you are. Hey, Scotty, if you're listening, man, no red thongs. I don't want you to be like the friggin' Eagles coach. And that's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. That's a lie, Carter. We get very cold. <laughs> <laughs> That might be the comment of the night right there, folks. That's funny. I don't care who you are. Oh, that is hilarious. Um, Yeah, wind, uh, a little bit of cold. Hell, you might get a little sprinkle or two during the fall, but you never know what happens. Hell, it might even get a little bit of a snow. You never know because it does snow on certain sides of town. 
But um, I don't think we're high enough. We've got Big Rob watching. <clears throat> oh, welcome. Wow. Welcome one, welcome all. This is the other side of the ball. Oh, by the way, if you would like to be a guest on this show, um, we do have a website that you can uh, make your case known of why you want to come on the show. And there is a questionnaire. You can also fill out of why you would like to come on the show. So please go to the other side of the ball.com and all the information that you need to know is there. And you can see myself and Chris on the website also. And let's just say one thing. That? We don't play favorites. So everybody who's got that in their minds, get it out now. If you want to be on the show, all you have to do is let us know. <laughs> so before you guys start saying, oh, you guys like this team or you like that team more. No. If you want to be on the show, just open your mouth. And also, if you are booked and we understand things happen, we understand life happens. If you're booked to be on the show and something comes up, please let our producers know. So we don't come in, you know, up the rear. <laughs> Half cocked. Yes. <laughs> Hi, Scooter. How are you, sir? Good old Scoots. Are you actually coaching this fall? Or are you actually going to play or are you just going to take the fall off and just be the offense coordinator? He's going to be doing a combination of stuff. Combination of stuff. He always does. Got it. Well, he is, that, he, he is that football coach. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. With the straw hat. And I see his son's having fun. That yes. Dude, that yes, dude is. Yes. Yes. Is, when it comes to coaching, he's Jamaican. He's gonna, he's coaching like thirty five teams. I, <laughs> I don't doubt that. I don't. Uh, I, I don't Jamaican. Both kind of. Gotcha. We'll be down in Barbados in the summertime. So, will you come back with the tan right after the championship? No, I might not. There's. I can tell you right now. There's going to be some games that I might miss because I think we're supposed to go down for two weeks. So, well, you enjoy those two weeks, and hopefully, you come back with a tan. If... <laughs> Dude, man, what do you want me to be? No, I didn't. No, I, I please color my microphone. I mean, no, I no. <laughs> wow. No, I actually don't people like that, but that's here nor there. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I, I, I do. I know a girl that's about that dark, but she got blue eyes. Munch Vic. Are you are, are you trying to spill some beans, Mr. Hamilton? Munch Vic. Munch Vic. Okay. Munch Vic. Well, okay. Another one to, oh, no. add James, to the... James is over there smiling. He knows something. <laughs> he, he knows something. Some, he ain't saying nothing. He's got something. As con... soon as you said that, my, all I saw was James just like Munch Vic with a big <laughs> smile on his face. I'm like, okay, he knows something. Mm, well, you ain't find out that. December 3rd of what he's talking about. Yes, because I don't think we're going to get it out of him now. Well, we got some uh, jawing back and forth in the chat. This is a... This is some very very, uh, very interesting uh, banter and entertainment. Easy for you to say. Thank you, Mr. Marshall. We appreciate it. Appreciate the love. Thank you very much. So, uh, again, like, share, share with your friends, and understand why uh, Coach Mike Tomlin uh, basically gave his approval for this league and said, give this league five minutes. And you'll see why on December 3rd, why Scotty came up with the, fra came up with the phrase sustainable violence, which still needs to be on a T-shirt. <clears throat> Just saying. Oh, I'm so putting that on a, on a T-shirt. Sustainable violence? Yep. I'm going to put it on uh, on a T-shirt on the back with a little pocket logo. Nice, nice, nice. So, oh, boy. Hopefully I'll piss off a lot of people. <laughs> As if you don't already? Every chance I get. Well, he says I live for that. Oh, damn right. All right. So, again, just to reiterate what's going to happen during the fall. They're going to implement a three-point play. So if you're in between the 40 and the 27. 26. 26. Thank you. No problem. You can attempt to go for three. 
And if you are successful, you get three points. If not, from the, ball, from the 10 yard line. From the, from the 10. 10. Yes. From the 10. If you score, you get three points. If you do not, the ball goes back to the defense at the 40 yard line and they will have possession of the ball. Now, if you're in the 25, in, let's just say, it is another three point play from the five yard line. Yes. And if you miss that, then it, the ball goes back to the defense at the 25. So there are your two points. Yeah. So you can that either a, so you can drive seventy five yards was, or sixty was, yards. That was a question that I, I wanted to ask last week. Yeah. Um, I wasn't here, but if they're at the instead of making it like a you know twenty five and forty, why don't if wherever they decided to go for the three point play, that's where the defense should take over. Well, we. That was in discussion. The thing about it is if you are kicking the ball, the defense gets the ball from where the place kicker was, spo- where was, the, ball was where the ball was spotted. Right. So that's why there is no right, but five yards. So that's why we went that's why it was it was decided upon to go back to the forty or back to the twenty five. Just like anything else, if you miss, there's going to be a penalty for it. But I mean you're going from the Basically a two-point conversion, really, mm-hmm. or a one-point conversion in all actuality. So that's why there is the bigger penalty if you miss. Yeah, I don't think it's going to add kicking, Matt. Well. So you're saying the math isn't mathing? No, Matt. He oh, says Matt. They, I said it's, I don't think they're going to add kicking. Yeah, I hope not. I just, I, I, I don't. Look, I know we got the uprights, but still, I don't think this game needs kicking. No. I like it the way it is. Well, um, sets us apart from Mr. other leagues. Mr. Ryan agrees with you. He says, the day this league adds kicking is the day it dies. Mm, yeah. mm. No argument from me there, Maddie. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to leave that one alone. Onward and upward. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. And he's... Now, Matt, I'm going to ask, are you going to do that Dusty Road style and do the flip-flop and fly? I just want to ask that question. And by the way, you don't want to do that to my mom because she will mess you up. Just letting you know now. Okay. I don't think your mom wants kicking, though. No, my mom doesn't like uh, kicking in football. She says kickers are, uh, well, I can't use the term on on air, but let's just say it begins with a P and ends with a Y. Oh, so something Chuck McNary always used to say. Yeah, P U five five Y. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. she calls kickers posies. That too, because you're talking about a woman who hit me in the back of the head with a see, skillet. See, but that's a see, whole other story. See, 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 <laughs> see. They always want to always want to go to the throat. See that that when in doubt, do the thrust of the throat like you're the Undertaker. What? Come on now. But I guess that's one way to get them to be quiet. I guess, but on the but nevertheless, um. I just don't know, but I I think to some degree, I, I and I do agree with what Coach is saying, I think to some degree they, the defense should get rewarded for something just, you know, getting possession of the ball back, which is something that could be talked about as the season goes on because obviously I think this rule is possibly going to be tweaked considering that it's just a five-game regular season and conclude with the final four. I mean, if they, don't want, if, if they don't want kicking, which is fine, but and they want to keep this three-point rule, mm-hmm. well, make it so you don't have to have kicking. Make it same, um, you know, consequences. Five-yard difference. 
Huh? Five yard difference. No, just it doesn't even have to have the five yard difference. Let's say they try and go for it from the thirty nine yard line mm-hmm. or thirty five yard line. You know what I'm saying? Let's have them go from there. You know, that's where they did. I know that you're talking about from the kicking, but we don't have kicking, so you just make the adjustment. So here's my question that I've been wanting to ask for a while. So, like, for instance, sometimes when a team goes for two and sometimes the team, the opposing team does pick it off and the play is dead, why is that? Why can't they re- possibly return that for two points of their own? So that has been a rule in A7 from its inception. Okay. So I don't see that changing anytime soon. Okay. <clears throat> because just something, it's, I'm, just something I wanted to know. Keep keep in mind too. That's a dead ball play. Okay. Or a dead clock no, play. Excuse untimed me. Untimed down. Yes. So okay, when that's you, why it's usually only two points in NFL or college if it does get intercepted. Correct. So that's why we're looking at that as saying, okay, look, if you're, it's an untimed down, and the clock isn't running, then if you pick it, it's dead. So that's the situation with it. But can you imagine this from this past season alone, the kind of lead changes you would have had if that was a two point play, six or seven that I could think of off playoffs the bat. for yeah. East Coast. Yep, yep. It would have made a. It could have made a, a change in the game and a big change. So I mean, it, it's it all comes down to what does everybody want to do, which is why a, uh, a rules and competition committee is you know implemented and that's why they talk about these types of things because we understand that there sometimes there's changes that need to be made and sometimes there's changes that we just feel don't need to be made are you a part of that committee i will abstain from answering that okay. i plead the fifth he pleads the fifth like nick cannon got it i would uh, to answer that question in, in reality yes and no okay so there's there's been talks about how we want to do this moving forward and I think that a lot falls on uh, Will's shoulders unduly. I don't think that is something that always should fall on his shoulders, um, even though he's he's head of uh, head of officiating. I think that it's one of those things where, you know, in my eyes, it's one of those things that's a ne- uh, necessity because every game evolves, and we look at things differently every year. So. Yeah, we'll see where it goes. But I think we're an evolution of the game in general with the way we do the three-on-one throw-offs. I think... The seven-on-seven, seven, you know, no I kicking. I agree. I agree. So, I mean, like, we can evolve without the kicking with, and, you know, just making those small little tweaks, you know, where... Could not agree more. You know, you can add that two-point play. But I think the, it's it's one of those things of when we have, like, you guys right now, uh, Kelly and I want feedback from you guys each week from coaches. And it is, you know, stuff that you guys fill out. That is something that can be uh, given to us that we can then take back to A7 National and say, hey, this is something that we should look at. This is something, how do you guys feel? We can bring it up. It gives us a voice. And that is something that I think this this division needs. I understand national kind of controls everything. Mm -hmm. And I think that's good and bad in a certain way. Like... You know, they should be taking, you know, notes from every division, you know, someone from every division, whether it's a coach, division manager. Squeaky wheel gets the grease. Yeah. So if you start talking, we start talking and people start listening. So obviously, as yeah, Matt's going to start blocking me, I think. <laughs> as, the, <laughs> as the league expands, <clears throat> which obviously Indianapolis is now throw its head to the ring for 2024. 
if it continues to expand every year, every year or two, mm -hmm. will it come down to the point to where eventually you'll need an A7FL commissioner? And will they even contemplate that thought? I think that's something that um, in reality is um, a piece that has to be discussed. But I think that it depends on how they want to. Because, I mean, it, trust me when I say it's a great question. But the problem with it is how do you build yourself? In other words, how are we put together and where do the voices land? Are we operationally looking at somebody like a commissioner or are we operating as um, owners? So it all has to be discussed to figure out where does that go from there. So Well, usually the commissioner is hired by the owners. Exactly. Correct. So, I mean, I, I don't, I he, think an independent he, commissioner, commissioner would the, be. The commissioner is an employee. I mean, you can have owners. that now. What do we have, like 27 teams? Uh, 25, and now with the Octane coming next year, it'll be 26. Right. So 26 teams. I mean, I think that's a very large uh, um, for the type of league we are. 26 teams is pretty big. And to have someone that, you know, not really a face, but someone that can be abstained from, you know, biased and that knows the game of football. <laughs> That we can. Uh, well, I think it, I think it, uh, it, it really, it, it really, it, man, shut up. No, it really, it really depends on, like I said, it really depends on how people want to look at things. That's what it comes down to. Right. So, I mean, moving forward, we'll see what happens, but we want those voices. We want those opinions. So that way we can move forward as a uh, division, but we can also um, let the, people know on national what everybody's feeling what yeah. what are their thoughts and what's what can possibly change in this game that makes sense so i mean it's it's like will said you know when you talk about these things it's not like anything doesn't make sense it's just is it practical okay and is it gonna you know impact our game and how is it going to impact our game well obviously you want to impact it with the best you know possible outcome yeah positive way you know never in a negative well, I mean, it's just something that, you know, had crossed my mind. I just want to ask, if it gets to that point, will we have a commissioner? That's all. Well, I think that's a, it's a fair question, like I said, but as a division manager, I can't really answer that. I mean, it's, it really is up to leadership that's way above me on how they want to, yeah, how they just... want to establish it, you know? And do I think it would be a good idea? Yeah. But I think it's also got to be somebody that is going to be the face of A7 that is going to take it, help take it to the next level. Well, yeah. I mean, you know. I know Snoop's asked about it. <laughs> you know? I mean, you know, why not? I mean, he knows football, too. Why, why, why not have our own Pete Rosell? Why not? I mean, you know. Isn't Pete Rosell dead? But he was the original commissioner of the NFL. <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm, saying. I'm, no, but I'm saying is because of Pete Rosell, the merger happened, because of Pete Rosell, you know, broadcast yeah. TV deals happen. Yeah, so I'm just saying, you I get know. one of those, possibly a TV deal, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, things move on. I'm just giving you credit. I, I know. I, that, I wouldn't expect anything less from you. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I, I still not love really. you. I, I know you're <laughs> I not still sorry. love you. Still love you. Yeah. But anyhow, as we're, as our second guest is uh, getting ready to make his way on here, again, the number is 702-608-3259, 702-608-3259 if you want to chime in on the fall brawl, give us your thoughts on who might win or, you know, what you think will be the, uh, not necessarily the spread, but who you think will win by how much. 
Um, no, Scotty, I did not watch the uh, the show. Um, damn, you keep talking about that drama. Look, man, I I, I will just put it this way: it's RTU is RTU. Um, it, it I love the guy. Someone else. Yeah, that that's all it is. That's why they want to talk about it. Yeah. So that's not even. It's not even worth it. I mean, look, we've all seen what happened to me. We all seen what goes on in RTU. It's always oh. the same crap. No, it was it was very civilized. It was just other people. So, yeah. well, Scotty just it said what it was it comical. Go watch it. I might have to do that. Need a little entertainment on the way home. <laughs> so, as, uh, do we have our next guest? Is he all lubed up? You ready to go? Uh, if that's uh, not a tribute to Scott the Viking McCorkle, I don't know what is. I had to, I had to do that for him. Yeah, <laughs> he's got on his uh, red G string. We're good. Oh, good lord! Good Here. to go. Good thing we're only seeing him from the waist or from the from the shoulders up. Goodness gracious! Well, our next guest, the mighty Quinn, dons the uh, two nine four sit with it, and of course he likes to terrorize on the defensive line. The mighty Quinn is in the house, Mr. Daniel Quinn. How are you, my guy? How are you? Hello, hello. What's that with it? Oh, you know what? I lied. We could see him. Yeah, Quan made sure of that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do got a big head. I'm... Well, and I thought I had a big dome, but you, you, no, yeah. you, you, you might take me out, brother. I'm, I like, I'm just I like, saying. I like how Quan's going back and forth between the two of you, so that way you can. Oh, oh you show my, my dome, hey, man. What's this? up with that? And his? Yeah, we, like, we got the same thing. Yeah. But right, Spalding on there. Yeah, I got a hat on, Quan. Come on, man, go ahead, take it off. Ahead, ahead. Join the club. Everybody already Join knows I'm Join the club. Come on. Everybody already knows I'm bald. All right. Uh, Anyhow, what do you want to say, Danny? It's like uh, a nut your sack. birthday is December twelfth. That is correct, sir. The tenth. Oh, Sag in the house. Yes, sir. All day, every day. Oh wow. So you're playing on? Well, you might not be playing on. No, I'm. I'm playing. No, you might not be. Oh, dude, too. Hello. Yeah. If he's, right. no, if, he's of the, bye. if he's on the bye week. Yeah, you might there not you be go, playing. Dan. You don't know. Anyhow, from one Sag to another, um, tell us about your experiences and how you became or how you got the love of football. How I got the love of football was, honestly, I'm a Steelers fan, so it was Jerome Bettis, Troy, you know. Actually, Jerome Bettis inspired me to be a running back because how big he is, the bus. So I'm like. Oh, well, I want to be like that, too. I'm big. I got quick feet, so why not? So when I was little, like, at first, they put me at, I ain't gonna lie, right guard. So I'm like, man, what? I'm faster than the running back and this tight end. We had a, a tight end back in the day. We call him Sunshine. Yeah, yeah blonde Your dad hair. wasn't the coach. So that's why you were going to right tackle. <laughs> yeah. Actually, his dad was the coach, actually. Pretty sure, yeah. So at the end of the day, yeah, he, I just had to elevate from... Being an obese kid to dropping down weight. Obese kid? Yeah, I was. I was. I had no neck. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> I was a fat, short kid in middle school. So you were like John Madden, no neck. Yes. Got it. With hair though, back in the day. Bowling oh, okay. ball. Yes. Yeah. He he basically traded in this for this. Got it. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> So you say that Jer- began so, for me. So, so obviously Jerome Bettis made you a Steelers fan. So of course, terrible tell. Of, of course, yeah. Six times Super Bowl champions. I get it. So, give me your top five Steelers of all time from your perspective. Go. We're gonna start with the beard first, Matt Kiesel. 
There you go. Hmm. All for it. That, all for it. that right there just tells you you're a Steelers fan. An, right? Oh, Lyman. All right. Like, all for it. Like, his energy brought the well, whole team on offense. Yeah, that's real. Was I was going to say Detaku, I think. Yeah, he, he went trenches, so I respect it. Go ahead, sir. Also, we did lose a veteran off uh, offensive lineman, villain. I don't know how to say his name. Villanueva. You know, he was actually salute to him. He was, was a soldier. Guy. Yes, he was. Yep. Also, underrated Rashad Mendehall. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Also, oh, he's the, one. Uh, the reason for ballers. Yep. Also, another underrated Willie Parker. Fast Willie. Willie Parker Jr. Still has the longest touchdown run in Super Bowl history of 75 yards in Super Bowl 40. And then last but not least, Heath Miller. He was a beast. Yeah, he was a very good tight end for a long time and was Big Ben's safety blanket. Really, his safety blanket for really everything. Really? No, Troy Palomalu? Troy came from this the is U.S. This yeah. is his I'm just, I'm just asking. He came, just from asking. The, he came from the islands, and he was in USC. Actually, it's so crazy. I used to watch this documentary every time when him and Jerome Bettis switched jerseys because, you know, Jerome is Notre Dame. Correct. Yep. War, and War number Troy six. is USC. USC. So yep. it was like when that happened, I was like, oh, like. At first, I didn't understand the rivalry, so I'm like, Aren't they not supposed to do that? And so back in the day, my uncle was like, no, nah, like they're the big rivals. Like they're not even supposed to be doing that. I'm like, so why is he doing it? He was like, oh no. So I was like, I never really understood what was going on with that. But then when I watched it, it was just to show love. It was respect. Going on, respect and yep. everything. They respect each other's game. Yeah. So who would you say that you pattern your game after? Actually, I don't even know really, but. My brother that I grew up with in high school, shout out to Sean. He says, I play my game as a linebacker, as Ray Lewis, because he's a Ravens fan. Yeah, we bump heads every Sunday. Uh, friends with a Ravens fan, you don't say. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but It's got to be a fun Sunday. Try being friends with <laughs> yeah, we're 1-0 the against them. Yeah, yeah. But he said, I play my game like Ray Lewis. Being friends with who? The Cowboy fan. It's like being friends with a Cowboy fan. Hey, you pack that. Shut up. <laughs> Pack's a cowgirls fan. I'm gonna say that. They they're calling you baby Packer. Mm. Oh man, look. So look. So I can tell y'all about that whole story. So I heard about him in high school, and I didn't even know him. My homies used to be like, "You look, you look like a dude named Packer, and his name like Daniel." I said, "Who is that?" He's like, "Your older face. brother." Yeah, he's like your older brother in a varsity <laughs> locker room. I'm like, bro, y'all need to stop. Bro, you're so, way darker than Packer. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Only about two shades. I wouldn't say way darker. I'll say two yeah, shades. just two shades. Yeah, it ain't that. It ain't that bad. Well, they both have manly beards. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to see both of y'all shaved and see how much y'all really look alike. Hey, yo, that I'm gonna be real. The only difference is is probably like I'll look way more younger than him. That's about <laughs> it. That's just about it. So you you saying Deepak I got got some years on him? Yeah, he he got some years, but. <laughs> Mr. But. Daniels, you are wrong for that comment, bro. You was wrong but. for that one. But it's funny, but bro, you was wrong for that. They called you the head twins. The head twins. Oh yeah, bro. Look, so I think it was one of the Samiak players. I don't know who did it. They put us. It was like us. Me and Pac was standing next together, and I didn't have my ski mask, and so the head was showing. And they said, "Look at the twins." And we looked at each other at the same time. And I was like, eh. and he looked at me. He said, "You better not uh, disown me. I'm your brother." I said, "Bro." I know you my brother, bro, but I'm like, dang, I get tired of getting called you every day. I was come to a football field. Refs always be like, hey, Pac. Oh, you're not Pac, bro. All right. 
I'm not going to start nothing. He was like, we got to watch you, bro. I'm not, I'm the calm one. I can just say that. I'm the calm one. I'm going to start calling you Pac Jr. At this point, I accept it. <laughs> like, Pac Jr. I accept it. I'm not the real Pac Jr., but dude, yeah, I'm Pac. All right. So, obviously, it's well known that you guys are pretty much returning everybody. There's really yeah, not no major yeah. losses from your team. So, how has preparation been going on for the fall? And you guys kick it off December 3rd. Your thoughts as you kick it off against the Hunters? Blowout. Oh, well. Wow. Okay. <laughs> oh. Straight face. Blowout. Wow. wow. Look, I played with the Najee on the uh, <laughs> Indeed. Hunters coach. Right? Look, he was our offensive coordinator for the Saints. I know them plays. It's a blowout. Round right. Well, 45 guess. dive on two. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. Okay. So obviously. I am not going to say anything except one thing. <laughs> Just one thing. What's that? What's that? Man, when I was out there at practice. Oh, yeah. You seen the speed. No, no. I'm just talking about the route running. But yeah. That, that's it, a whole nother story. Yeah. You yeah. see. Palmer's, Palmer's a phenomenal route runner. No, Palmer is. A, he is. But we're not talking about Palmer right now. Oh. So I'm talking about when I was out at the Saints practice. Oh, yeah. He did show his face. Yeah. So. But anyway. Go ahead. <laughs> Let's keep this moving. Hey, look. You can go ahead and say what you got to say, <laughs> man. I'm good. I'm good. Look, I was just on the defensive side. Uh, and I had to bully certain people. Mm-hmm. That's just it. That's all. Okay, so, um, well, how, so obviously you guys last season, phenomenal regular season, got to the Southwest Division Championship game, fell short. Obviously you guys bring everybody back, and obviously you guys are actually motivated to win this year. So what is the feeling that your team has of, as taking this fall brawl season as a stepping stone to next season? Because obviously we know where you guys want to be at. Um How's the team feeling? I'm gonna be honest. The team, we are, we ready. Everyone, I'm not even gonna lie, Justin, Lav, DP, you know, the usual. We all come together, like we all pumping the team up. Justin doing his little godly thing, you know. And also Coach Mark even putting in, I ain't gonna lie, he's been putting in a lot of work more than the players, I can say. Him, the everything else. We but seen the commercial, Mark, right? Mark is, uh, he's, he does a lot of prep. He's done a lot of preparation. He's yeah. very, uh, very good at that. Meticulous? Yes. So you, we all seen the commercial, right? Which one? Which one? Like he said. We ready. Oh, we that little LSU one. So, so that's what you're saying. Y'all yeah, ready. We ready. Okay. We are definitely ready. Like, especially the team coming back together, like, be mindful. Last in the spring, that was literally the only people that played with each other was literally the returning pit boss, the returning pit bosses, mm-hmm. and the rest was new. <clears throat> so the fact is that we came that far first season really shocked me. Like even with the pit bosses in the fall, it still shocked me because it was still the first me. team. I, I mean, it shocked me. Because uh, it's always still to me, football is about chemistry. Once you got, if all y'all got that chemistry, you're a dominant team. True. I mean, but still, like, I mean, you had a lot of talent. Uh, Mark was very smart. You know, he had good players and, you know, key positions that handled themselves really, really well. 
think that's what it comes down to. When you start playing football and you hit on something when you say chemistry, the thing about it is I've had people literally ask me, what separates the good teams from the great teams? Well, part of it's chemistry. Part of it is talent. But I think that another part of that is what are you willing to give up as a player? That too. Because that's what it really comes down to. When I say that, are you willing to give up your body? Are you willing to give up your playing time to make sure that your your team is running at 100%? It really comes down to sacrifice. And so many people don't understand that. It's all about me, me, me for some of these guys for, for playing ball when it should be about team. And I'm not calling anybody out. So before we even go there, if you call me up and say, hey, why'd you say that? Well, obviously, you got a problem with it. No, nah, just tell them if the shoe fits, wear it. Right? Simple so the bottom line is, man, when when you look at these teams, because I've played on teams that I had no business winning a damn thing with, and we won championships. So mm-hmm. there's also teams that I played on that were freaking all-star teams. We had everything to win and couldn't win because, guess what? We had no chemistry. So when you look at the situation that you're talking about, mm-hmm. when a team – meets when those two positions meet what i mean by that is you have the chemistry and you got the talent when those two meet that's usually a really good a really good squad and i've seen the way mark handles you guys i've seen the way he talks about things and his preparation is um second to none so i'm really interested to see what you guys have this year or this season but i am also just as um, interested to see what you guys bring into the, you know, fall season is, is great. It gives you an opportunity to get even more engaged and become one. But I also want to see what you guys do in the spring, man, because I think that is really going to be when you put your, uh, you know, put your signature on what's going on in this league. So I can't wait for it. Man, most definitely. But I do have one, another thing to say. Go ahead. I agree with Chris. We deserve that Sin City. Las Vegas, I am born and raised out here. Uh-huh. We are the original Sin City. 702. It shouldn't even be no contract. We took the national, what, in two years? Three years? Two years. Two years. Ohio, I don't think y'all never going to get that close. Oh, boy. You know what? I, and bottom line, man, look, this is no knock against Cincinnati this is no knock yeah, against yeah no knock to it just anybody to, but to when you name. when you steal another city's name it's, and it's like dude let's put that up and when we were there cuz I was there for that game I heard all the side chatter I heard all the stuff that was going on and I heard what what was being said and this isn't you know maybe it is maybe it is time for us to to bring bring it to the surface and bring it to light about some of the things that were talked about. So behind closed doors, they were saying a lot. They were talking. They were talking. And it was about uh, probably about five minutes in, that talk turned real quick. I think it was ah. the first play. Well, yeah, it was. It was pretty much a, a something that set up what was going on. But bottom line, man, I'm, I'm just saying, look, no knock against the guys from Chaos. No knock against Cincinnati as a as a city mm-hmm. um love the city yeah it was fun being out there but look man when you ready bring your tail to sin city the real sin city the real sin and city. see what's going on hey daniel yeah top three teams you'd like to play outside of vegas oh outside yeah. that's oh, a good question it. good oh, question for it. i'm gonna throw it up i am a u fan i do want to play the u b i c and watchmen 
Mm. Why am I not? I'm not surprised because, see, here's the thing. Well, they were saying we don't want to see them, and we're saying let's go. Yeah, we we Let's actually go. do, and then I mean, shout out to the expensive right now. Shout out to the Tampa Bay <laughs> Nightcrawlers too. Like they're an <clears throat> an exclusive team. So like, I mean, I didn't add them on, but I just want to play the old teams first because they are. You didn't add them on because you saw them play in person, but you want to see someone else. Right? Oh no, I played against Bagway on that flag. Tournament. That's what I'm just saying. Though, that's what he's play. saying. You already saw him. Yeah, you already so, saw him. So, so I'm like, yeah, so basically, I'm like, man, I already. Uh, let me go against them because I ain't gonna lie. I feel like Bic. Is more electrifying because of uh, what's his name again? Worthy, Ashanti Worthy. Yeah, Worthy. He's I want to play against him for a show. Like he's the main one. Like how he plant his feet, cut, move. Like I, I want to play. With him. I haven't played someone like him since like high school. So I'm like, yeah, that's a player I want to see. Actually, it's interesting, man, because I, I, I don't think there's a team in Vegas, and you guys could correct me if I'm wrong. There ain't a team in Vegas that won't say, hey, we'll play anybody. No, the, the gold, all team. the way down to the gold. The gold yeah. Exactly. Even OTT, the gold, the pit balls. I feel we like every care. team, we don't care. You we know, you've got, you've got teams that are literally, uh, I, I don't want to say literally, but it seems like there's teams that are like, eh, you know what, we're, we're not ready. We ready. No, yeah. Even no, I, don't, I don't know if there's any of the teams that say they're not ready out here. I think they would just, they would, they're, they're fighters, you know what I'm saying? They, yeah. They're going to take on any challenge. Well, look at, it, look at it like this. The gold went down, gave a great showing in L.A. The Hunters went down, gave a great showing in L.A. OTT went to L.A. And won. Took a, took a win and brought it back to Vegas. Yeah. So, obviously, even if they don't win, their competitive spirit is there, and it has shown the, tw- the uh, two times they've, they've gone out of state to play games. I'll be the first one to say shout-out to G and his teams because G don't give up. No. he had, There is no quit. You want to talk O-T-T- about a team with heart? OTT plays yeah. until the final gun. Man, they, There's no question about that. They got heart. They got heart. So, I mean, look, every team in Vegas that I've come across, every team that I've watched in Vegas has heart. There's not a team that I can sit there and say quit during last season. Not one team. No. Not one weekend mm-hmm. that I could sit there and say the Hunters never quit. No. The Gold never quit. OTT never quit. Every team played until that final possession, until the game was over. Whether it was in the third quarter in the Mercy, doesn't matter. They kept playing. They kept fighting. And it was always until the end. That's what I love about this. I cannot, I can honestly sit here and say, I have not watched every game from back east. I have not watched every game from Florida or from Cincinnati. I can't sit here and tell you, yes, I've watched every game and no team has quit as well. I can't say that. Yeah, the <clears throat> but I've seen teams put me to sleep. Yeah, I've seen teams where it looks like they quit. They stopped playing. They True. were just out there going through the motions. And that's not the chaos's fault, you know. They they just they played who was in front of them. Exactly. And you can't down them for that. I, I applaud them for what they did. Also, another player, I'm not even gonna lie, my coach just reminded me from the Govs. Uh where I mean not where the uh courage. The cowardly dog? No. Lion. The big oh. old running back. From from the BIC oh, from all oh, from BIC okay yeah, 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 he's, yeah he's like a he is a beast I'm not even like the person I do want to see I do want to see a RTC versus BIC I think RTC deserves his get back from when he went out there and tried his best for on the force and that stuff happened I do believe that rematch should happen in spring 
I mean, we'll see. Who, who knows? Like between now and in spring, down the, down the road, it may possibly happen. Hopefully, they have those cross division games. So why don't we have one for the fall against LA? Because LA is not playing like that. Mm. Okay. So I mean, look. They bottom don't, line, they don't get smacked around by Vegas again. Bottom I mean, line. they've been talking a lot. <laughs> Let them talk, man. We all know. We all know what talk gets you, right? Yeah, you're I mean, right. that score said a lot. Look, I've said it in. I've said it in chat rooms. You know, I'm old. We we couldn't we couldn't sit there and hide behind a freaking uh, keypad. We couldn't do that. Yeah, you wanted to talk shit. You had to do it to my face, and if I didn't like it, I punch you in yours. Or you had to, yeah. or you had to page him. So that's the bottom line for yeah nine one one. Or you or use so, the big block cell phone like Paulie exactly. So, but the bottom line was we didn't have that. So you know you wanted to talk talk, man. Right. If we didn't like you, we hit you. Right. That's the bottom line. But now we got all this other stuff going on. Look, man, put your money where your mouth is. You you want to talk talk? That's fine. But let your play do your talking. All right, two, two things. Uh, first off, uh, Kelly says hi um, to, you, hey, Mr. Kelly. <laughs> to you, Mr. Quinn. Hey, and, Kelly. and secondly, um, the number 29 that you wear, yeah. is there any significance of why you wear that number? Is there a story behind it? Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. The, uh, the dude on my arm, that's my brother. So shout out to his mom. That's his mom's favorite. So he was wearing it for his mom. He passed away in 2016. Okay. So I'm carrying the football thing for him. So I'm rocking 29 until I get the four rings he deserves. Because he was a, a hell of an athlete. He was a, got the most bounce as a corner. He can play corner, safety. He was, he was tall and skinny, but he can play linebacker. He can play QB. And he was a lefty. My boy was really cold, but due to the to the streets back in the day with him, what he took, sorry for the loss from my brother and everything. So it's like I'm carrying his legacy for him so that when I put LLKWS, long live Keyshawn Washington. So the 29 is for him and my soul playing with, he's playing with me on the field almost every game, be honest with you. I even oh. shouted out to him. I don't know if they caught the sound in the fall ball championship last year, but I called it out. I don't think Schwank was on that side, but it was someone else. I said on the very last play, I said, this is for my dad, brother. I'm going to get you. You're not getting that ball to a receiver. What happened? Brandon caught that pick and almost scored. I was not playing that day. So the 29 actually stands for something and means something to me for sure. Well, I'll tell you what. You know that I check y'all in every game. Yeah. See you every game. Yeah. And so what I will say is this. I now know and understand why I see a change in you from the time I check you in to the time you start playing the game. There's something different that happens with you, and I've seen it. And if anybody else that understands you as a player, anybody will see that focus all of a sudden turn on. And you get quiet. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody else has noticed. I've noticed because I've walked the sideline. Yeah. You he's and not, I have talked on the, the sideline. Yeah. No, 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 no. You're, you're getting it wrong. Don't, don't. Uh, and this is, this is something I got to be serious about for just a second because you, you're right. He's not quiet during the game. Right before the game, he gets very quiet and he's by himself 90% of the time. Tell me I'm wrong. So D gets quiet. He goes off by himself, 
and you just leave him alone and then all of a sudden he comes back and there's a different look in his eyes yeah i can say honestly coach mark playing in the even in the semi-pro and other teams like coach mark lets me get focused i told him in the beginning of the season i said bro like if you see me quiet bro don't don't disturb me please i'm like i'm trying to get locked in Every since then, he ain't say nothing unless he need me. He'd be like, hey, go tap perk. He'd be like, go get him for me. I'll come over there, take off the earphone, listen. All right. And he'd be like, all right, you can go. He, he knows me personally. And yes, my name, my nickname is also purple. Yep. And that's why I said, I see it every time you come in, bouncing your step, smile on your face game about to start or you go over and start doing your warm-ups and all of a sudden I see you by yourself. I see you quiet. I see you with your headphones on. I've even walked over to you and, and had to grab your arm to get your attention. Oh, yeah. Because we, said, yeah, cause you're, you're busy doing your thing. So I try to leave you alone, but I see that. And then I see the look in your eyes when you come back. So that's when now I realize exactly what you're saying because I see that change in you. If you ever see me, if you ever see me go to the corner of the left corner of the of the end zone, it's yep. only because of Deshaun. Because I don't know why, but the left corner is where he prayed at before during the season. So that's another reason why I say like it's me and him because that's what he used to do. So I'm doing the same thing for him. Well, respect for that, man. All right. Well, you can catch the mighty Quinn and the rest of Sigwitted as they open up the season December the 3rd against the Hunters. The Mighty Quinn, we appreciate you coming on, man. Man, of course, of course. You will be seeing me again and more <laughs> and more, I'm telling you. I know that. That's the Mighty Daniel Quinn, number 29 of Sigwitted. We appreciate the time. Good luck, Daniel. All right. We have come. I really can't believe this. This is episode number 60. It's crazy, man. It's insane. Crazy. Time flies, man, when you're having fun. That it is. That it is. Time flies when you're having fun, and some of the fun is just getting started. Yeah, the fun does begin on December the 3rd. Coach, as always, we thank you for being another guest panelist. Thank you. Uh, Your final thoughts? We always got to start with me, huh? You are the guest. (laughs) We always start with the guest, man. Come on. Um, I just hope everybody uh, is ready for December 3rd. No injuries. Um, you know, everybody's ready to play. I mean, we got five weeks of this plus playoffs and then we're right into the spring. So it's going to be a tough several months. Uh, if the Alliance is as good as they are, we know Sickwood is good and outlaws, you know, obviously, you know, they're prepared. I mean, that's four, four top teams, not even considering the other three. Is it six or seven teams? Seven, seven. So I don't know too much on what they have on the other three teams, but I mean, between those four teams, uh, hopefully, you know, it's very good competition throughout the whole, um, whole league for the next five weeks. Um, shout out to AS 10, 10, and that's about it. Now, Chris, before you give your final thoughts, yes, sir. Uh, real quickly, play him symposium. What's the date? Player symposiums this Sunday at 9 a.m. Uh, it will be quick. I don't want to um, keep anybody. We're doing it at 9 a.m. because uh, well, football starts at 10. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> I want it to be done by then. I don't want to friggin' linger. That's going to be online? Or, yeah, it's okay. going to be online. The expectations are all we're looking at. Um, we're going to let everybody know what's going on, what to expect for the season, kind of move things through uh, pretty quickly. 
we want to make sure I, I want to make sure that we're done within that hour. So um, I think overall, basically what I want players to understand is you have to do this before you're eligible to play. So keep that in mind. We're doing it because we have to make sure I want to make sure that everybody understands what the rules are, where we're heading and what the expectations are from the league. Are you able to register during the symposium? You can register at any time. Okay. If you are a player, you want to come out and play, you can register at any time. If you miss a symposium, it is going to be recorded. You can go through and watch it. Once you're done watching it, you're eligible. You're good to go. So we're not trying to make this uh, a pain in the ass. What we're trying to do is just make sure that the players know exactly where everything is and what's going on. So nothing more, nothing less. The coaches meeting was a big piece because we want the coaches to understand where they're where where they sit and what's ex- expected of them. All righty then. Now you may give us your final thought. Final thoughts. Um I'm looking forward to the season. I want to see all these teams that are signed up, all the teams that we have right now. I mean, look, we originally thought that there was going to be more teams, but what we have right now I think is going to be a smaller group but i think it's going to be highly competitive i think we're still going to have uh tier one and tier two teams i don't think there's going to be any tier three teams this year um watching this game and calling this game is going to be a different aspect for me i'm looking forward to it i'm looking forward to working with UW and working with scotty but um the bigger thing about it is just understanding this game from a different standpoint and understanding what's going on with these players but You know, all these guys are out there giving it their all, and I can't wait to to see most of these guys again. It's been months, so obviously it's going to be nice to see them. It sucks we don't have a telestrator. Oh, dude, (laughs) no. Maybe maybe it's better. You don't know. With me and Scotty, that could get ugly. (laughs) Well, um, that could get ugly. In Scott's case, yes, but in your case, no, because... You can download some things and talk about plans and talk about why this here and boom and whap and, and all that stuff. I'll still do that. Okay. I mean, I'm going to, I want the audience to understand because there are some different uh, aspects of our game that I think that w- we need to bring to the audience and make them understand the, the difference in why we're, you know, not 11 man football. And they have to understand the differences in the rules and what we're capable of doing. And I want to bring that to them so that way they can enjoy the game like we do. Well said. Well, I'm just a guy that is looking forward to the fall as well. I'm looking forward to be back in the booth with Scotty and having Chris in the booth with us and having our own Cosell, Frank Gifford, and Dandy Don perspective of this game that is called the American Sevens Football League. Um Certainly in my almost a year that I've been associated with this league, it has opened my eyes to different brands of football. It has opened my eyes to seeing why people are passionate and excited about playing this game, coaching this game, and being involved in this game from a player standpoint, from a management standpoint, from a media standpoint. Um, You really don't understand how hard these men and women work to try and give you a product, to give you a brand that they can be proud of. All that came into fruition on July 23rd when they brought you championship weekend and the championship game. And there was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears put into that. There will be a lot of blood, sweat, and tears put into this fall, even if it is just five games, a Final Four, and a championship. Understand that these men and women work very, very hard to entertain you 
the fan. Because at the end of the day, this game does not exist without you, the fan. Just like it doesn't exist without the heartbeat, which is the players. I don't get to be behind the mic calling this game without the players and you, the fans. And without these hard men and women that do what they do, that sacrifice their time to put this brand out there. Okay? Chris is not doing this just because he wants to. He does it because he loves it. Same with me. The reason why I get to host this podcast. It's not because I want to do it. It's because it's my passion. It's something I love. It's something we love doing. Which is why I always say we hope you enjoy watching it as much as we enjoy bringing it to you. Because we enjoy bringing this to you. Because at the end of the day, it's about the players. It's about enhancing this brand that is the American Sevens Football League. So with that said, special thanks to Nick Blaze, the producer. Special thanks to Mr. Duncan, who's on assignment. To Scotty, who's on assignment. And of course, filling in for his dad. The one and only Mr. Pierce. Pierre. A.K.A. Pierre, who hopefully is not taking a nap on the couch somewhere. Um, <laughs> Can I throw the football at his head? <laughs> Are you that accurate? Uh, no. If James ducks. <laughs> if not, James might catch it in the forehead. Special thanks, as always, to Quan. The 5'9". Indeed, the 5'9". What does the 5'9 represent? Oh, okay. <laughs> Long story off air. Yeah, 36 seconds. <laughs> no, you don't say. Thank you to Mr. Mickle. Thank you to Mr. Quinn for uh, joining us. And thank you one. for watching. So um, we snap and we say hut hut. We will see you on the other side of the ball. For Chris, for the coach, I'm Double A and our shiny bald heads. Thank you for watching. Thank you all. Take care of yourself. Have fun. See you on Saturday. And each other. Trace yes. flowers. Ha, ha, ha.